I'm Brad. I'm Justin. And I'm Miss Cinemaiden. Listen as one of the top local podcasts by Cincinnati Magazine. We are the Cinema Guys. Welcome to the show. Welcome in to another episode of the Cinema Guys. Are we talking about Love that everybody movie Rollerball tonight? Here. Rollerball. <laughs> Do you remember yes. Rollerball? Or what is that one with the uh, Ellen Page? Whip it. Whip it. I like that one. It's good. Anyways, sorry. Well, not quite like that. We're, we're talking about Ready Player One. Whip it, Player One. Whip it, Player One. <laughs> That's the sequel to both of them. <laughs> <laughs> where worlds collide. If this is your first time here, welcome in. If you're returning for yet another episode, we love having you back. You said it, welcome in, like in welcome German. Welcome in. Welcome in. Welcome in. Welcome in. Welcome in. <laughs> if it is your first time here. Sorry, all of our German listeners. Just, just so you know, if this is your first time, we do just, this is kind of to compliment the movie. We assume you've seen the movie and we are going to like just talk about. Yeah, so we'll just go ahead and say, spoiler alert for basically anything that we say <laughs> from this point on. It's going to spoil something. Everything. We spoil everything. Everything. We do. Don't put any milk on our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> What's the no, worst No crying over ever. spilled milk. Tell you something that's not spoiled. Ooh, what? Tell it's us. our swag store. What? It's not spoiled yet. <laughs> you should go visit our swag store. Go to wearethecinemaguys.com slash swag. And yeah, I cool recommend it's through T Public. They have a lot of cool shirts up there. So I recommend going for the upgrade for the nicer shirt because uh, I did, and I do not regret it. I went for the nicer quality over than the cheap ones. And uh, buy a cone deal. I stuck with the cheap, and I still liked it. Oh, <laughs> I don't know if you're. Um, I don't. I don't feel like your shirt. You don't care about t-shirts. You don't care about them as much as I care. You're about my joking. T-shirts. I sold t-shirts for three years. I know, but I, I feel like just. The way you wear them, I don't feel like you care about them as much. The way much. that I wear them? Because I feel like you're just like, yeah, t-shirt, I'll wear it. Whereas I'm like, ah, I really have to. I don't like cardboard on. on my skin, if that's what you're saying. See, as, I don't... For, as for Justin, it's like the t-shirt. This is the t-shirt for the week. Yes. You might, you might switch it up from oh, day yeah. to day. I only wear one t-shirt uh, per day. <laughs> Sometimes two per day, depending on my activities. You wear two shirts in one day. Sometimes, man, that's a lot of laundry. I do. A, I hate laundry too. <laughs> that's a lot of laundry. Yeah. Sorry to digress, but yeah, that's right. I think it's worth going for the nicer <laughs> one. How about we uh, we kick it off with a little top this. Top this. So we're gonna do our top. How, how did how did we? Uh, it's a little different. So yeah, instead of listing movies or actors or directors or anything else, we might top. We're gonna do our top three pulp culture, either referenced or seen within Ready Player One. So basically, our favorite image that is uh, reproduced for the movie, because um, like the book, although the book had way more references, it did way more, and I think it had to be a licensing more issue. References. And, I, and I haven't. I, I have only just started the book. I, I've only yeah. got part of the beginning. The, of the basically, book, so if I, it was created in the 70s or 80s, it was mentioned in the, book. in the book. But things like The Shining, we don't have to get into that yet, was not even in the book, which is kind of fun. So, yeah. I like that they created new things. Wait. Sorry, was, can't talk about the movie yet. Was, the Shining was in. No, it was in the movie. In the movie. It, not, movie. it wasn't yeah. the book. Yeah. Um, it was started off. Uh, yeah, let's hear your number three. Um, Ashley. In no particular name. order. Okay, <laughs> oh, so in a particular for, order, no. for, I'm going to go ahead and assume this one's your the third. The cinema doesn't favorites. like to put it okay. in order. Okay. I'm going to assume this one's your least favorite. I don't like favorite. to rank them because at different times they feel you different ways. You can't order me. Okay, I got you. You can't order my life. Um, so at this moment in time, which I will no longer hold on to, mm-hmm. um, is number three would be Iron Giant. I liked the Iron Giant. Uh, That's a good one. That's a good one. I did like the Iron Giant, and I liked him in this. Vin uh, Diesel not, is the voice. Not in the book. No. Not in the book. He is me- the Iron Giant is mentioned once in the book, yes. but no one chooses that robot. Correct. Everyone bypasses that robot. Correct. He is they not the one it, chosen, but, but he yeah. is mentioned. But I like that they went with it because uh, he's a badass giant for one. Yeah. And it's a Warner Brothers property, which this was a Warner Brothers Easy movie. Easy licensing. So oh. you're like, yeah, hey, we license. already own this one. 
Let's throw go it, it in there. Yeah. Does anyone own the license to all the like? Because I actually don't know any of the Gundam uh, robots. Oh no. Or any of those. So those, I was like, I do they even have a license? It's like, yeah. like I, I knew that robot, but I didn't know any more than like, oh, I recognize it. And I know what this is. I had to, when I was reading the book, I googled all of them to see what they look like as I was reading them because I wanted to see. And oh, nice. I yeah. recognize them as well, but I was like, oh, I don't, I don't follow this. Lore of geekdom. So the Iron Giant was a good choice. Well done. What's your number three, Brad? Mine, Akira. Ah, the Akira bike? Yes. That's my number three. Oh, look Man, at that. Look I didn't think we'd have any crossover are. in this because we, there was but so much to choose from. When, I, when, we, when we first saw the trailer, I, it, I thought it was going to be a light cycle from Tron. Because in the trailers oh, no. for the movie, it's yeah. black. Ah. Yeah. I think they were trying to hide the fact that it was Kaneda's bike from Akira. Or... They couldn't get the license from Disney for the bike. I don't know. Mm. But when the movie came in, they made sure they referenced it multiple times. That they're like, this is Kaneda's bike from Akira. Like, it was like a couple lines. They made sure that you knew that's yeah. what this bike was. It's not Tron. <laughs> um, but yes, Akira. I loved, loved Akira. That, like, oh, I, yeah. I've seen the movie so many times. It was my intro to Japanime. I mean, even in this, we'll, we'll, I guess we can get it. We'll get into it more when we kind of talk about the geek out session of this movie there was even a scene taken from the anime in this movie oh really so uh since that was my number three i have a question for you guys real quick what would be your vehicle of choice if you could go into the oasis and choose is any, it, and anything not any just vehicle. not ones that were mentioned any vehicle that you wanted what would you choose ground vehicle or ship Go. Well, since it was the race, they were all ground vehicles. So we just say ground vehicle. Okay, ground vehicle. I want to choose the Tron bike. Light cycle. I would always that. I would always choose the light cycle. Or would you go with uh Tron Legacy, the like Jeep one that Oh, the she one that the one that she has when she comes onto the the uh battlefield where they're all on their bikes. Yeah, when she gets him and Ooh, I off. do that like that one. Cool too. I, I think that might have to be it, because then she can go off roading in it. Yeah. The wheels change. Yeah. Okay, it might be that. Wrong. You changed my mind. <laughs> Sweet. Something from Tron, though. What would, be your, what would be your ship if you had a flying ship? I'd have to go with the Falcon. Oh, yeah. The Falcon. Just because. Uh, and Interesting enough, in the book, he does not choose the Falcon. He has a X-Wing. Yeah. My son said he'd do a TIE fighter just because it'd be a lot easier to get around because they're so maneuverable. I was like, oh, that's actually a smart way to think you. Yeah, that. that is pretty <laughs> smart. Because the Millennium Falcon, you still need a landing in, a, in yeah. X-Wings, but that just... So what well, ground vehicle would you go with? Uh, so because I actually thought about this while I was reading the book and they don't mention it, but there is a series of toys in the eighties. Um, yes. You go with the mask. I would go with the mask and the one I would go. So mask were these cars that you'd always hit a button and then the car would turn into something else. And then there was always a little dude who wore a mask who drove the cars and they always shot something too, like razor blades out the front. I I love that cartoon. Um, so I did, I would pick, there was a black car that when you hit the button, the front flipped, so they could also be an amphibious car. Oh, that's and it cool! Shot orange blades out the front. That one, and there was also a '57 Chevy. When you hit it, it turned into a tank, which was cool. Oh, oh I remember that one. Sweet. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, Ooh. I would so choose these, the like, mask action car. Figures or pretty good. Yes, pretty, oh. pretty good. And they course. had a cartoon as well, but the cartoon was subpar to the action figures. Oh. They were cool. so the cartoon was so fun. How did they yeah. do the blades? Was it just little plastic? You pieces? hit thing and a little orange would shoot out. Everything shot in the 80s. All the toys shot. If you didn't get a toy that did any action, it was like... The, guy, the guys were... were Yeah, skinny and small. They were much smaller than like a Star Wars or a G.I. Joe yeah, figure. Like so you'd get your G.I. Joe's and then there's little mass figures. Only yeah, like, you couldn't play oh, with really them in the tiny. same world unless they were midgets or something. Like, <laughs> they didn't exist in the same world. And I was like, oh, we have went to the land of the little people and now there's little people driving cars. It's cute. I, my British GI Joes went to the land of the little yeah. people. Yeah. Like, what would your car be? What did you hmm. say? My ship would definitely be Serenity, which that, is his ship in the book. That, yeah, that, that's the ship I would probably pick. He is puts Serenity. an X Wing in Serenity. Yeah. Do you think that's. Could an X Wing fit in a Firefly? I think it could. Okay. It is pretty large. Okay. They do use it for shipping. In the book, he does that. That would probably be the. Uh, actually, no. The, the ship I would probably take is. is uh, a, Last Starfighter, one of their one of oh. the the oh, kind of cool ships that he the had. The Klingon Bird of Prey would be kind of cool too. The one that could the cloaking device. The ground vehicle. That's I don't know. That's tough. I'd probably go with something tough and rugged like Mad Max's car or something, which is in the movie with a guitar player on the front. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. 
<laughs> Anyways, so yeah, uh, the Acura bike was my three. All right, what's your number two? Uh, my number two would have to be when he lifted up the the boombox. Uh, Say Anything is one uh, of my favorite okay. 80s movies. It is good. So That's a good one. I like that one a lot. I think that was a Cameron Crowe movie. And that it's is so referenced precious. in the book as well. Yeah, it is. What is your number two? My number I'll, two. I'll skip oh, you number two in case we tie. My number two is um, his belt was a Thundercat belt. It was a Thundercat. Oh, oh my nice. gosh. I didn't And I loved it. That. As soon as I saw it, I actually was looking for other Thundercat like things with <laughs> Thundercats were in it. Oh I was looking God. for Snarf or something. Oh I, I think there was, because I, I did read up of what are some Easter eggs that you know, maybe I missed. I think there was some Thundercat graffiti oh. that I read. Like You would have had to notice it in the background, which I didn't like Panther pay is that a racist close, character or something like that. Close attention to that stuff. Nice. So my number two would be Kroll. Oh yeah, the glade. Yeah, when he when he pulls out the blade and like throws it at the dude, the I was glade. Like, I like was freaking yes. out in the theater. Of course and you were. Uh, whoever the was guys that are sitting the by, I, they just I felt like I was in this crowd that didn't get a lot of. Oh the, yeah, whoever I was with should have got it. I was like, dude, it was the glade uh, from Krull, and it, and it, that thing he cuts Irock's arm off with. Oh, it's cool. It's a cool uh, like around the same like well, I want to say like. 60s, was, uh, 70s? What, 83 was when Kroll came out. Kroll's in 83? Yeah. It's Jeez, one of the, it's it was one a bad of the, movie for being 83. <laughs> it, it was during that time period where it was like fantasy movies yeah. were coming out. Like you had Legend, you Legend, had Labyrinth, right. you had Kroll, you had... I, dang, I would have thought it was... Only, the main bad guy is him throwing this, but it's like, it's real clear that the main bad guy is on a movie screen and he's standing in front of the movie screen throwing things. Oh, oh yeah. Bad. <laughs> it's really bad. Anyways, Kroll's really good. You number two. And no particular order for you, Cinema Maiden. Number no one. No particular order, Chucky. Uh, the Chucky one, I always had that because <laughs> it is such a fun that. one. I love that they use him as a weapon. I know. That's why I liked it. <laughs> I liked that he just went absolutely nuts and was just like stabbing people. Uh, what's your number one? My number one, Monty Python and the Holy Grail. The uh, well, I didn't see the movie. The Holy, the, the Holy no, Grenade that he oh, buys that's for right, twenty thousand right, coins. Right. Absolutely, yes. From that. Yes, I knew that. Oh. Um, See, it was a bigger one, and it was a bigger scene in the movie, or a bigger deal in the movie. Or, I mean, book. Oh yeah, yeah, the grenade. And against. that's why I didn't even. Yeah. Recognize the like the, it. the holy grenade that he buys, where he's like, oh, yeah. I got it for a steal, and like, and then he used it towards the end. Yeah. Um, no. So in the book, it was way more like there was a bigger deal about okay. it. Okay. Uh, my I favorite, and there you see them twice, uh, and I think you see all of them is the Battle Toads. Uh, yes, they, they are in there. It was a video game uh, that I loved. I lo- it was one of the hardest video games ever, but I loved Battletoads, and you get to see them. Because when, when it first came out, it was like they basically you probably thought they were Ninja Turtles because they Ninja looked Turtle like Ninja Turtles knockoff. Toads. Oh, they were like. I, see, I didn't recognize a lot of these. I wasn't really yeah. alive in the eighties. Mm-hmm. And I know Sorry, guys. there's one that's a big one. Maybe in the, you can come for Ready Player Two when it's yeah, on. Ready Player a big two. one too. That was in the. I saw two thousand references. It was 90s. big in the book, but it wasn't referenced ever in the movie, which I was disappointed was the last Starfighter. Oh, because yeah. I know in the well, book, it, it, the last Starfighter, the whole like armada kind of quote of the right. the game was That's how it to starts. get into yeah, it's the like in OCS, chapter yeah. one. Yeah, there's quite a few. Uh, I guess we can get to when we talk about things. I was interested why they didn't what they didn't have rights to. I guess, but there's a giant list we could have you know chosen. Ryu and Blanca. Uh, there were there were a lot of Street Fighter references. Um, my kids went crazy when uh, the girl from Overwatch she showed up, and they were like, "Yeah." Oh. If you have any thoughts on pop culture references, maybe that we missed out on, once you send us an email or contact us, go to wearethecinemaguys.com slash contact. You can like us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, the IG. Send us some messages. Visit our Zanga blog. Yes. So let's jump oh into Zanga. Ready Player One. Both uh, of you have read the book. Yes. And I think I've only a couple chapters. And in, I, so. I finished it like the day before we saw it. So I was so it was fresh really fresh in your mind. I finished it. it a couple weeks before. Okay. And, I, weeks. and I still liked the movie. You did not, correct? Correct. Because of that. Um, hold on. Before this, though, if you were going to go into the Oasis, what would your avatar look like? Oh, what would my... It would probably would you, would you be be human first, or would you be some funky thing? I would probably be humanoid, very similar to kind of like how he is, mm. how his avatar is, just kind of because he was very anime looking in a way. 
Yeah. But I would probably have like the crazy hair and just kind of. So an anime. I don't. Brand. I don't know if I would go. Would you be taller and bigger, or would you be smaller and skinnier? Would you be tough? Would you be? I don't know. It'd be. See, I would totally. I think I'd fall into the girl trap of wanting to create the perfect body that I've always wanted. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. Because on the other hand, like I want to be someone like cool looking, like Irock, where he's like the the skull body and just oh, like tough looking. Cool. Or I did not think he was cool. Or I didn't really like H. Yeah, it was uh, weird. His her character, I guess you could say, and it wasn't. I would totally just basically be Ryan Reynolds from Blade Trinity. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, I was thinking about like Laura Croft. Like right. I would just want to be like a tough, skimpy yeah. cloth wearing hot girl. Although, I think I'd have some sort of like I kept picturing like myself with like a like a, a cool biker helmet, like a black biker helmet with a visor. Comes oh down. yeah. But like Ryan Reynolds basically yeah. Yeah. and Blade with some cool tattoos. I definitely have no shirt. And lots of tattoos. <laughs> I would have lots of tattoos. Because why not? You, you do whatever you want, man. Yeah, it's you true. Be like that in real life. Be like yeah. in the Oasis. You're yeah. in the Oasis. You can be I'd whatever have really you want. Really long hair. Uh, what would like you dress like? What would your accessories be? Guns. guns lots of guns. Lots of guns. I would be that was very a quote from the Matrix. Actually, guns, you know, I would be, be very like uh, cyberpunk looking. So Ooh. very uh, not quite Blade Runner, but kind of you know that long trench coat, and you just got very nice. See, it'd probably be Techie, skimpy so black clothing. Probably some implant-looking things and like With lots of guns. You'd be like Trinity. Yeah, essentially. Um, would you have blonde hair, red hair? You'd have red hair. You'd I'd have, have like fire engine I'd red. I'd have fire engine yeah. red hair. I think I would be more swordsy. Oh. Then I mean, I would want something to be able to shoot, definitely. But I would like to be the idea of like, oh, I'd like to be sword master. That was what sword I was thinking master. the whole time. That's who we'd be in the Oasis. So uh, we have a, a not like from the Cinemaiden and a like I, and a like. I loved it. Yeah. I, and not, I, I didn't. I'm not surprised you loved it. I didn't. Like I said, I haven't finished the book. I I, I started the book right, right before seeing the movie. I, I kind of knew. I'll jump to the, the end. Like I, I knew what the ending game was going to be because I had started the book and the whole book goes into Atari's Adventure which was my all-time favorite Atari game. Mm. So I knew that from reading that piece of the book, I'm that just going to tell you how game. disappointed you're going to be in the movie. Once you read the book, <laughs> it's, I don't think ethically, I will. Well, I, then you have no taste in a narrative. <laughs> wow. Man's harsh words, man. Sorry. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Slightly kidding. Mostly kidding. I really, I, the, I don't know. The, the characters did not make sense. Their relationships did not make sense. They didn't make sense at all. Why would he say I love you after the second time of seeing Parzival? It doesn't make sense. They don't give you a backstory of that he's watched her for years. Or True. That, or that they've met multiple times and then he says it. It just doesn't make sense. Also, why are we meeting in the real world again? It's like a thing you don't meet in the real world. Right. And also, where did this rebellion come from? Uh, so hold on. That's my biggest part with the movie is it's not even where did it come from for the movie. Where did it go in the book? Yeah. <laughs> like when you meet her, she's got, welcome to the resistance. And there's yeah. like a whole bunch of them. They never come and help. They never come and fight. They never come and was like, what was the point of this resistance? Like what were they? Re like what? So yeah. And I think another part they didn't do well is villainize the iOS. Enough. IOI. Yeah, I, oh, I, yeah, the Sixers, no. man, they were like the worst. They were the worst. And you don't they, like them, but there's, so, in, in this, they were just grunts. They're like, yeah. yeah, send them in. And but like the, and I think it's partially because they couldn't, they didn't do the real, like, and it essentially was six stages in the book. Yeah. Each key had, you had to get the key and then do another trial and then open the door. Right. And I, I appreciate that they didn't do that. Like, I liked that Which better in the fine. book. I just, you know, how we got to get through this. They couldn't do like, hey, let's watch two people play Jowls. Yeah, <laughs> That's no. That's not going to be fun. No. Uh, I wish they would have recreated the Dungeons and Dragons uh, one. I thought that was one that they yeah. would certainly do for the movie. Because there was one where they had to get into a Dungeons and Dragons like uh, game and play through it in real life. And it was kind of cool. 
I thought they'd do that. But, you know, I, I didn't have a problem with the three keys that were all made up. I thought that was fine. I thought you got to do something. I felt they kept with the spirit. I uh, And I actually liked how he got the quarter. And, you know, it's yeah, way no, different than the cute. book. The that book is way better. Yeah, the book is way and better. And the book hides it a little more. Like, you know something's going to happen. I guessed Extra Life, actually, yeah. in the book. I, I, I didn't know that that's... The I quarter also, was going to come back. Yeah. Well, one, but, I only yeah. did because of the book. When he's when he got the quarter, I was like, oh, that's the quarter. It's yeah. Gonna be okay. Life. In the book, he gets it in a different way. You'll see, and you'll be really obvious. And the I Rock. You know, as I read a book, I will probably watch this movie fifty more times before I, and then I'll just give up reading the book. The I Rock character is that's, not that's really in the. I mean, that character's in the book, but it's not him. It's it's just a stupid grunter who yeah. wants to be Parzival and I Rock had way more he of a personality. He's in that's this. it. That's basically okay. it stops and ends there. He like the only thing. He, the only part of the story he has is he puts online that Parzival goes to school. And so that's why everyone knows the first egg is on the school world, which didn't even happen. The world's didn't Oh, yeah, because they had like the that. race thing. Yeah. Which thinks, I would think, like, after five years, no one thought to go backwards. Yeah. No one thought to go. Five years of doing it, like, all day, every day, and no one thought to ever go back. Or no, no one just went backwards on accident. <laughs> that was dumb. Uh, did you notice zero Marvel references, all DC on the superhero? Warner really? Brothers. It's because yeah. it's Warner Brothers. Warner Brothers owns zero Steve Marvel property. references, zero Nintendo references, none. Licensing issues. Yeah, I know. I'm yeah. just guessing. Like, I the, a lot, the NES a is it, a big part, man. Of the saying, 80s. A, lo- a lot of it you probably couldn't put into the movie because of licensing. They did have permission to do some Star Wars stuff. Even they, they did. Uh, I, I read that, and they don't see a lot of it, but they. And I, I don't remember seeing. They have any. more subtle stuff. They, they referenced a few times. Mm-hmm. But I saw I a Falcon. I don't remember seeing any. Uh, there was something it. hidden in move in either the music or something where they were like, "Oh, this was Steven Spielberg, you know, giving a nod to his friend George Lucas or something." Well, there was they they threw some music from I know Back to the Future in there. They were kind oh of yeah, yeah subtle undertones, and I know obviously the DeLoreans in it. It's yeah. I thought the I thought the uh, you got to admit the um, Shining was a great that Shining that was, I like that, that. Fun. that was funny I liked that one a lot. Uh, they the the trials didn't seem hard enough in the movie no, though. In not the at book, all. they were like freaking in impossible. In the book, it was mind blowing how he made well, the connections. Well, do you think that obviously you're changing from a book to a movie? Right. And everyone difficulty in trying to capture. The oh yeah. book I still think it could have been done screen. better. No, no, I I agree. Like that's why I liked the movie. I was like, okay, they did well. But you know, I the one thing they they did over movie, and I guess this is Spielberg is everyone's kind of ugly. Everyone book. is ugly in the book. Like he's, he's like not... an overweight, chubby kid that isn't really attractive. Yeah, and she I mean, has... you get the idea that he buffs up a little bit, yeah. but he's still like at acne and like. Yeah, they never see the sunlight because they're he's always in this. Yeah, they're the... always in the oasis. Or... And in the movie or in the book, I'm sorry, he um he gets an apartment that's like a he doesn't leave this apartment, and he like barricades himself in once he wins all the money from the first key. Right. Because then he starts getting all these ad, this ad money and, and stuff he gets like fat. that. And he get no, he loses weight because he gets on the the thing and he has to oh, work remember out. He started getting out of he couldn't fit in his suit anymore, so that's when he had to start losing oh, weight. Oh, you're right, you're right. Um but the uh but then she I mean you get the I idea that, to he's, apartment, though, so that he's in love with her because he loves her, loves her, and you get yeah. that. So you don't really ever know if she is he thinks she's just as pretty as her avatar or whatever. Yeah. Uh, but like the uh, Daiko and Daito, Shoto, they're uh, they're like very unattractive yeah. uh, Japanese men. Yeah. And then was that one of them fourteen in the book? I didn't remember that. No, no, no. They were just so. two grown men um, also, that weren't really brothers. Um, should we tell them about Shoto? Oh, how he died! He's he's he, murdered he, by the Sixers. He's the, murdered by the Sixers in the real in the world. Book. They go find him in the in real the book. Life, in the real world, they find him and they kill throw him. him. The, the little kid. Yeah, no, they so throw, he's not a kid. In but the book. he's not a kid oh. in the book. But they throw him off a uh, off a roof. Yeah, and he dies in real life, and he can't ever uh, come back. And he can't. I mean, he's zeroed well, out. Yeah, <laughs> you don't really come back from no, that. No, but in the Avatar, like because they <laughs> he, he, he die his Avatar dies, so they're expecting him to reboot and anytime. They're at the they're in the hometown of. Um, what's the guy that created it? Holiday. 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 Uh, they're in the hometown, the hometown or home of Holiday, and outside of the house, trying to protect it so yeah. that they can go in and he gets killed. Also, I'm really mad that they didn't kill him off. All right. So I, but anyways, and after all that, I really did like the movie. Um, 
But I there was a theme that actually I, this is a beef I have with the whole story, the book and the movie. Um, that I feel like they picked up, but they never do anything with. Like Holiday in the end tells him, "This is the switch that only you can access that turns the whole thing off." And so I was like, "Oh, this is so like be, erases the everything." Yeah. This is going to be Escape from L.A., Escape from New York. Like he's going to turn it off because there's scenes in the book and there's scenes in the movie when the cops have him. And they're taking him and he's looking around and he's seeing life and he's seeing either that or people, all the people are like, you know, closed off to each other. And, you know, when he touches her or when he does like that all means something in the movie. Oh, I'm getting I'm touching a person. I'm not in my apartment anymore. I can feel the breeze. There's trees. There's beauty. Yeah. And Holiday himself says, I wasted too much time in the in the Oasis. So I was like, oh, well, surely this ends with him yeah. powering it off. That'd be pretty cool. That's why they he makes, the, at the end, when he makes the reference right. that they, they close the Oasis Ooh. on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Which is fun, because uh, so the book has zero closure. You know how yeah. the, the movie gives it closure? They do that, and they do some other things. Yeah. I forgot, you're right. In the movie, they do do this, like we close a couple days a week. But yeah, the book gives no closure like that. No. It's just like, okay, hey, we're in love now. Bye. We're in love now. Because <laughs> I think that he goes, oh, you're just as pretty as beautiful, more beautiful than I thought you would be. And because he only meets her at the end of the book. Yeah. In real life. Like the last okay. two pages is not the only time he sees her. Halfway through. Because there's no resistance. That's not a thing. Yeah, no, there's no there's resistance. There's no resistance. That whole thing's made up. Uh, but he has this Join big, like, kind of like, in the book he does this big, like, where he just puts it on the entire internet. Meet me at this place at twelve. I, I, you, you know, we we have the uh, keys and we're gonna get in, but we could still stick also, it to the Sixers. The one thing and I, everyone in the world shows up with their guns and stuff, and it's a huge, massive fight. It's fun. I didn't like the theme that they didn't continue in the movie from the book. Is the last uh, door needs three keys because oh, yeah. Halliday said like he was one of his biggest regrets was being by himself instead of having that girl and his best friend Aug. Right. And so, so the the Artemis. door had to have three of the same key so you had like so you had friends essentially trying to teach him a life lesson of don't okay. be alone. So it was Artemis H and uh Parzival who all three went into the end. Yeah. But that's when he set off that big bomb and they everyone zeroed out except for him. Yeah, Which was, was a cool right. scene. When, when yeah. the the but I, know, I, do, I, I do set the off shoes. the big bomb and yeah. reset everything. The okay. shoes that he got from Parzival. Parzival. No, it's Artemis. Ar- it, Artemis got it from Parzival. Yeah. No way. The shoes with the, the yeah, flying yeah. shoes. The flying shoes. I wanted to see those. The but the final se- the battle I thought was done really well. Yeah, I thought they did. Good uh, they fight Mech. He does. I, oh, and uh, what's his face from Star Wars? The bad guy. I thought he did a great job. The main bad guy. Oh, the he, guy from uh, Rogue Rebel, One. Rogue One, yeah. The main bad guy in this was the bad guy oh, in Rogue One. Wait, What's his yes, name? You're right. I can't think of his name. I don't remember I his should name. Know. Ben Mendelsohn? Yes, Ben Mendelsohn. Um, he did a fantastic job. I thought yeah. he was more scary than the book. I, I felt like he yeah. was just Krennic still, just in a different yeah. situation. I, I was really interested in his <laughs> Oasis like person, too. His you know avatar I thought was interesting. I, I it reminded liked, me of a Clark Kent. I liked of. Halliday. Like I like that actor. I think he's a good actor, and oh, I liked yeah. uh, I liked his character. I wanted more of him, just because. Well, he was probably the most developed character. He in the grew whole up story, in, the, in the movie. You know, he grew up in the same time, basically, that I would have, and the same type of games and references. That's why I, I think that's why I really enjoyed this movie because it was yeah, it was a two and a half hour geek out for me. Yeah. Oh, also, um, there was no like library, quote unquote, for them to go to like that. No, there yeah. was no like curator. They did it was like a journal. Own. It was like a textbook that you got. Okay. Uh, you want to know what? If any of you, I don't care how good of friends you were, ended up being a Looney Tune in the in the, oh, I wouldn't hang out with you at all. <laughs> I would not hang out with no. Looney Tunes. I'm serious. I hate Looney Tunes. Warner Brothers. I'd be Mr. Fr- B. Warner Brothers property. Just I saw the friendship. Marvin the Martian walk around. I was like, who? What Unless it's a child. If it's a child that chooses Marvin the Martian, then I'm okay. Marvin the but Martian if a grown is my adult, character. If the equivalent is a grown adult having like a Marvin the Martian tattoo or a Tweety Bird tattoo, I'm like, oh. Well, this is <gasps> you know what my avatar would look like? Tweety Bird? No. Leia fair. when she's on Endor. Ooh. When Very she has cool. that like when Very she has cool. that like foresty look. Ooh. I love that. That look. would be Wait, my in land the Ewok, thing. In the Ewok village. Yeah. Okay. I would like a speeder bike. That would be cool. That would be cool. Oh, yeah. That would be a pretty good uh, That would be pretty ground. sweet. 
or like a Darth Maul's speeder bike, that real crazy one, the curved one. Yeah, that'd be pretty good. Yeah, I think so I want to. Be or there. that uh, that animal that Obi Wan like that. <laughs> That one that in episode oh the lizard thing? three or two oh yeah, three that so lizard thing. If you hadn't read the book, would you have enjoyed this movie? No, more. I don't think so. So my wife. I don't think it would have. I don't think it it would have made sense. I think it would have been very felt very disconnected for me. And see, I haven't read the book, and I I didn't feel disconnected at all. My wife I didn't, didn't understand read the it. love story. I didn't get it. My wife didn't read it, and she was just like, "Yeah, it was fine." Like she didn't think it was cool or good. She was like, "Yeah, sure." I don't think um, I would have loved it. She just kind of checked out. To me, when I came out, I felt a lot like another big book that everybody loves that they hated or disliked. Majority of the movie was Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Ugh. Like I've never read that book, but I so I bad. loved the movie so much, and I, I felt like it was kind of that same. See, I I I had to work. Maybe, real I didn't hard. have a love of this book to really because my rule has always, when I read the book before the movie. I always hate the movie. When I like the movie and then I read the book, I always think the book was way better, but I like both of them. And so this one, I was so mad because I'm like, I'm not going to like it, but I liked it. I liked the movie a lot. But no, was- but I, I really did think it missed, and I guess it's not supposed to have it a, a teaching moment or anything, but I did feel like it missed us, like, oh, unplugging, man, like getting back to the world. Yeah. And, but then I guess escapism is sort of our deal, right? That's what we do. Yeah. And I just feel like, I don't know, I feel like the female character was kind of weak. Well, I felt like they tried to give her more tasks in the movie. So like go, her getting arrested by the yeah. IOI. Which is actually, happen. no, Parzival, yeah. not Parzival. Art, Parzival. I, Parzival. Yeah, he voluntarily goes in without telling anybody. So Artemis does not get locked up. And no. He, like, he does this really, of her, he does know, this this really cool thing where... Parents and... and um, they, they have that wizard... Trapped over the holiday's house and no one can get in. Yeah, and he does this really cool thing where he he figures the only way to get in is to actually become one of them. So he allows his fake identity to go into debt, and they come to collect him to make him pay out work off his debt, and then he get hacks into the system mm-hmm. from the inside. It's pretty cool. See, that's why I just think that the book. Right. I mean, I but you couldn't go into theme. that. I get in the movie, like you're just kind of limited. I understand, you, but you can well, still. You are limited, and it's just so loosely inspired by the book that that's er- just irritating. Ernest Klein did help write the screenplay, so it's not like they went off on their own or like you know care. we're just going to adapt Stephanie this book. Stephanie Meyer was also part of CGI Baby. That doesn't mean it's um, okay. Interesting enough, though, uh, when he's in the back of the van, like to get into the Oasis, you don't need all the stuff. You just basically need gloves and a visor. Yeah. And you can do just as so much. You can't be as agile, but you can be just as, you can sit in one spot and do whatever you want in the Oasis as well. You don't have to be yeah. like. And he doesn't steal his stepfather's stuff. He gets stuff assigned to him from the school. That's why right. he's assigned. They don't to really him. go into school in this though. No, they, no don't. they don't go into school at all. Which is weird. I still loved it. I, I, I got, like I said, I, I yeah, got a funny with a lot of references. And uh, I'm fascinated with the idea. This this we should where we when should cross. This is where we should cross over to our future like jam, um, pals. I'm fascinated with the idea of, and I don't think it's too far away, of whatever's going on in a digital world that we're all a part of. Let's say it's Facebook, or let's say it's Fortnite, or whatever game or something that people are a part of. That eventually you do start shopping in it. And eventually, whatever you've acquired in this world or in this does start to have monetary value in our real world. So I like that idea. So like in this, obviously, you found this cool weapon. You could use it to make your character cooler, or you could actually sell it and get real money in real life. Like, will there ever be anything where we can acquire things in a trial-like basis of video game, and then what we've acquired, we could actually sell for real money? And it's why well, there's probably things like that already. Like, like, like for instance, when he gets all the coins, he uses the coins to get himself a new suit. Yes, something like that. Like you use your in inner VR money to yeah. buy you something that comes to your house. Right, because that's uh, uh and I guess you know because if you look at <clears throat> apps right now, how they most of them are all free and they make money by you wanting your. Uh, my kids do it with Fortnite. Fortnite's a very cool game. I think it's one of the cooler games I've seen them play in a long time. And you can buy outfits for your character, and it doesn't help your character be any better. It just makes them look different. 
and they desperately want these things. And I'm really? like, oh, if someone came to them in real life and said, hey, for a dollar, I'll give you this outfit, they would give that person a dollar in real life. Like that sort of, and we're kind of doing that when we pay for upgrades in gaming. Yeah. We're paying to get more. That's so interesting. So I, I'm, I'm interested. I don't feel like that world is too far away. When I was playing Zelda, there was all this stuff that you could buy in the in the world to like change the color of Zelda right. or Link's outfit. And I was like, I have no desire. I don't care what it looks like. Just I want it to do something cool. <laughs> well, oh, you know, you know, this is actually where we're probably a miss for this podcast is we need someone who uh, played because I don't think any of us did um, World of Warcraft. Yeah. I played it. Did you? Yeah. So that was like that, right? You could find stuff that other people couldn't, and you could essentially sell it. Yes, you could. If you found like things, I didn't know were, you played. Wow. things were specified by a color, like most common, it it's green colored. It, you would just see by when you kind of look at it in your inventory. Blue was the next step up, and you usually, if you sold it, you could make more coin off of it. And then purple was the highest you could go. So if you got something purple, it's super rare. And so, but you, you sold it to lot. other characters, right? Other real people. Well, you sold it. You, there was an auction house that you could go and you, you know, you say you you got something that that wasn't like some stuff you could find that it would bind to you, so you couldn't sell that. But other stuff you could find that doesn't, you could take it to an auction house, put it up for sale, and another character could log on. You know, someone across the country mm-hmm. somewhere, see it yeah. in the auction house, make a bid on it, and buy it from you using. The inner game because that's point. probably the closest to the oasis right world of warcraft because people were like starting relationships going on quests together <laughs> exploring yeah, worlds yeah. together yeah i mean it, it and it's people uh, i mean people still play it it's easily you could easily get obsessed with it i i mean i used to play I knew it dude every lost night his job like it was like i, I want to go home and play world of warcraft i just want to log on and did you ever call it wow wow yeah Wow. Wow. But yes. I, I, yeah, they yeah. I could see Wow. I could see the Oasis being something kind of like that, like a start of that type of thing. We just don't have the technology or everyone see, and has where, you know, and where, VR headsets. Uh, to, where it really made it. sense to me was, oh man, look, you could go to like going to school in VR is actually especially in people who are more impoverished or in countries where they can't afford public schools. Oh, if you could log on and get a college level degree taught to you or whatever, and everyone got this and it was counted as an official grade, like that's where it starts becoming interesting. And that's where, you know, the gamers will always be gamers, but once something like that can market my wife and make it something that's beneficial for shopping or education or something beyond playing a game and getting a sword, um, <laughs> that's, so I don't know, I like the idea. I like. And I love the uh, you know the the big tension of the book. I felt the big tension of the book was the unplugging versus plugging in, but I feel like that's just me. I feel like the movie really went there too, of the yeah that theme of unplugging. Like yeah, let's unplug, did. let's let's actually talk to people and don't miss the moment like Holiday did with Holiday um, guys. It's Holiday. 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 <laughs> But like he, I mean, that was kind of his theme that he missed his moment because right. he was so obsessed with this or and connected to building this. And um, I don't think they hit on that. Uh, he had like a really crappy home life. Yeah, and his, that's why he got into video games and stuff. He went to like pizza arcades and stuff just to get away from his dad. No, but I do like the. I do think the idea of the Oasis is pretty fascinating. Uh, I would uh, log on, jack in, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> Did you just say Jack in? Yeah. Have you ever seen uh, Strange Days? Um, Have you ever jacked in? Have you ever wire tripped? Um, another one to add to the Cinemains list of movies she needs yeah. to see. Ready Player One gets a Ready Player One thumbs up from me. <laughs> Ready Player One star from I think me. I gave it a three on I the letterbox I, app. I, I think I gave, I gave it, it a two. four. It definitely was not a four, but it was a three. Was a so before we move into our at-home recommendations. recommendations, I think we, we mentioned last week, but we'll mention it again. I, I didn't see this movie there, but go check out our friends at the Esquire Theater if you live in Cincinnati. They do a lot of cool like art I, movies, I was some just older there. movies. What did you see? What did you see? Yeah. Um, oh, no, I'm sorry. I was at the one in Kenwood. 
What did you see? What did you see? Um, I Very saw pleasant. Midnight Sun. It was terrible. It's like they took a walk to remember and made it crappier. Mm, so it's like a walk to forget. It was a walk a trip to, forget. to forget. But I know the Esquire has a screening of um, Pee Wee's Big Adventure coming yes. up soon. Are, they, really are they playing go. Isle of Dogs? I really want to go down yes, there. Yes, they are playing I- Isle of Dogs. I go down currently. there and see Isle of Dogs. I'm sorry. Would you like a piece of gum? Yes, like, Pee Wee. Uh, fruit or spearmint? Fruit, please. Pee-wee! I know they have like a, a cheap day on Tuesdays if you're on a budget and want to see a movie for a little bit cheaper. Um, but yeah, head down to the Esquire. So we'll get into our at-home recommendations. So, Justin... Now that uh, Lint is over and you can watch the movie on your phone a lot. again. I did a lot of movies, actually, but not on my list for at-home recommendations. But I did do a lot. One that I just have to warn everyone not to watch is a... This is a non-at-home recommendation. It's really bad. I mean, <laughs> I guess if you just really want to see something that's super bad, then by all means, watch it. Super bad's good. Um, but it's called Game Over Man. It's oh, it's Net- not good. It's a Netflix original. Okay, I wanted um, I wanted to watch it with like these three dudes. They're all like It's like one guys. of the guys oh, yeah. from Pitch Perfect and anyways, it's uh yeah. it not was good. really dumb. Not I can't good. believe I made it through the whole thing. Mm-hmm. But no, I watched a bunch of movies. I liked it. I saw Downsizing, I saw Alien Covenant, all these things I hadn't seen. Alien um, Covenant's terrible. But my at-home recommendations are just for a little pop culture for the uh old uh uh, Ready Player One. I started watching with my children, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Oh, heck yeah. They're on From episode the four, season one. Now, are you- I don't remember that Angel was in episode one. Angel's in episode one. Oh, really? Angel's I didn't know that. Angel one. is in episode one. He pops back in episode four. I was like, I did not know he was in episode Angel's, one. I didn't. I just didn't get that he was there from the beginning. I thought he showed up later. Yeah. Now, are you once he gets to that point where Angel goes off? Are you gonna throw the Angel series? So in there, I never or? did that. I never watched I loved Angel. The Angel series. I watched maybe like two episodes and was like, eh, oh, I and I never it. did. It's because he's so uh. hot. Okay. That's why I kept watching it. I thought it was, um, it was good. I, I watched it because I, don't know I was why in the Buffy, didn't. so... Yeah. I don't know why I didn't. I just... Next, uh, the new season of Silicon Valley started, and it's really good. It's it's a great show if you don't watch it. And then last, um, I just finished its newest season, which is its fourth season, I think, of a show I don't think I've talked about in here. It's a Netflix original. Um, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. No, but That's I not do. Netflix original. It was a good guess, though. Good guess. And it is going stronger now. It's so good. <laughs> so good. Come on and party tonight. I love it. Um, no, but it was first a show that Chris and my wife could not watch because they're too hipstery, the main couple. They're like super hipstery. And at first, I didn't care for it. I was, Portland, I watched yeah? it. Is it Portland? No. Nope. No, that's way too hipstery. Um, Anyways, hold on. I'm gonna keep being ambiguous about it for a oh, second. Okay. Uh, I got into it Just and it was keep like, this rolling. and I liked it. And then I don't know why I watched the second season, but the second season was really good. Third season's really good. And this last season, now I realize what the whole show is about, and it's amazing. Anyways, it's love with uh, Gillian, Gillian Anderson, uh, Paul, um, uh, Paul Rust. It's been on uh, that long. Yeah. I did not know that. It is. I don't know. And it's turned into a show that's not about a couple in love. I mean, that's sort of the main theme or the main uh, story, but it's like about broken people just kind of coming together. And it's so good. Oh, really? They just, the way they're California and the way they dress is like she wears junior high cheerleader shirts and stuff like that. Like they're just very hipstery, bowling y. It didn't have a How I Met Your Mother type of ending, did it? Uh, it's not over yet, so it's just oh, okay. that it's didn't last season. But it, uh, the, you know, it's I don't know. I I really like the show. I think it's really I need to watch that really good. And it's like it sort of gets like pretty deep in different ways, yeah. especially about people's issues. Cinemaiden. Um. So for my pop culture one, to keep in the theme <laughs> okay. of this movie. It's going to be my favorite movie of all time, Empire Records. Ooh, in my top list as well. Rex Manning Day just Freaking happened. Rex Manning Day. Freaking Rex Manning Day. I can tell you Not right now, Rex when Manning I'm day. having a terrible day, I just want to watch Empire Records. I could sit there, quote the movie, and just love the entire Who thing. Who pulled these quarters to the floor? I did. Help four, man. 
I don't feel I need to explain my art to you, Warren. Love it. Well, well, um, well. Sinead of Rebellion. Shock me, shock me, shock me with, with some devious, devious behavior. behavior. You know, that Do you know so if it's on any streaming services by chance? I it is like, not. I looked. It's not. It is not. Okay. If you're going to watch it with children... Don't. 13 is my cutoff. Uh, <laughs> but do not do the director's cut with a 13-year-old. Just do the normal cut, and it's really not Yeah, the director's cut's the better version. But, but it's you, definitely it's not definitely less uh, edited for children. And I, I, I still believe that Empire Records I still has believe. one of the best soundtracks that have oh, been made agreed. for a movie. Totally. 100%. Yes, I agree. But have you actually ever bought the soundtrack? Yes. Yes. I, they leave out half the good songs they on the do. They do. They do. I have do, the playlist on my um, They don't even put the Coyote Shiver. They don't even put the uh, no, Renee Zellweger version of Sugar, Sugar High, High on there. It's still it's still a good soundtrack. Though. Yes, it's still good, but it, I, I haven't much I love that soundtrack. I, I get, love that movie. I, I love frustrated. AJ. AJ's my favorite. Mm, AJ was my favorite. I told uh, Graydon that's I, I was like, him. that's who I wanted to be in high school. I AJ. loved AJ. Still love AJ. Uh, my last one is a documentary. Boss Baby, the series? Yes. The documentary. The documentary. Behind the scenes. <laughs> the animators. Can you believe that they're coming out of the second one? Oh, my God. <laughs> no, it's a series. It's a Netflix original series. Oh, yeah, no. I will never watch that. Um, <laughs> it is a documentary. It's called Artifact. Um, it's by the guys from 30 Seconds to Mars. Mm-hmm. But it's about their lawsuit with, I think, is it Capitol oh, Records? Yeah, yeah. I can't remember. But it's it goes into like the total scamming that is like signing a record deal. Ooh, that's kind of fun. It's really fascinating. Uh, I really want to see the Under the Giant uh, documentary. Oh yeah, it's coming out real soon. Yeah, and Lost in Space, the Netflix series, starts this to week start too, right? Um, also, side note, complete side note. I did not know that Lord of the Rings was becoming an Amazon TV show. Amazon show. They're spending three billion dollars on it. Yeah. Yeah. Three billion dollar. They want to make it, it starting tomorrow. No, no. they like, want to make geez. it in the next six years. They want to make it the most complete version of. Oh, Lord so they're just starting over. No, no. I thought that's what they were doing. No. They're starting this completely over. This is a prequel. Over. I thought they were starting nope, over. I just read an so article on it. Do you and mean it's the, the prequel? <laughs> yeah, exactly. The Hobbit no. is the it's been the done. Events leading up to not, it's between the Hobbit and Lord of the Rings. It's what happens in that section. Focusing on the world of man. Yes. Where are they getting these stories then? So they're just making No, there are there are a lot. Okay. So Tolkien did especially because what you don't ever get, and he doesn't even bring them up in the books, um, but those the men, like they're they're doing a lot holding all the forces at bay while the hobbit's going on, while all this other stuff's going on. The men of the West, I think is what they are. Yeah. Not the West Erosi, but the men like they're way up there. The Dunedine and all that. They're doing a ton. Uh the video games are all based on that. Okay. So no, and he wrote that like there's so many unfinished tales and so many so other ba- sides. Basically, they just want to make their own Game of Thrones. Yeah, yeah that's that's Lord of the Rings. It so it's like. not it's not the Lord of the Rings trilogy, and it's not the Hobbit. Okay, but I three but billion here's Lord dollar, of the Rings Game of Thrones three billion dollar budget. Is it going to be safe for kids? I don't know. Uh, all right, Brad. I'm interested. What is yours? So since, it, since we're uh, picking some pop culture, I'm going to pick one that everybody in the world has seen, but I know you can Small s- wonder. stream it right now. Resident Evil. No. I know you can stream them right now. Gremlins. So you can go back and watch them again. Gremlins too. Uh The Back to the Future trilogy. It's oh, on, what's that? It's on HBO yeah. Go right now. Wow. I don't like what that, is that trilogy. About? What? What is that about? Back to the Future? Yeah. It's, uh, back. He goes back to the future. To the future. Uh, what does he do? Does he change an important event or something? Maybe stop so. he plays. He plays some stop guitar. JFK getting assassinated. I think he I plays. Like oh, I it's was... when the white guy claims to write Johnny B. Good. <laughs> the yes. most appropriate, <laughs> most racial appropriation ever. Oh, we're just gonna have a white guy go back in time and write a great <laughs> classic. I just never got into that movie. Okay, well, but all, all three of them are on HBO amazing. right now. You can you can watch. Uh, them. Is it John Mulaney who has the joke about like them pitching the idea originally and like? Oh, so people going back to the future, that's awesome. And what do they do? They like stop Hitler, save Jesus, and they're like, no, that's a good idea. Really, he just wants to have sex with his mom. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's so messed up. They're like, oh. <laughs> and then my other one, I just started, there's only two episodes, a new show with Zach Braff called Alex Inc. Oh, you like it? I only yeah. I watched the first I think, episode. I think it's, I think it's, oh, it's all about podcasting. It's all about podcasting. You would like it. But I, uh, I thought we watched it was the first really episode. Good. I would say go check it out on Hulu. You can watch it. Or Scrubs. 
If you made it this far, thanks for listening to the cinema, guys. Hey, if you need a... Uh, I would say if you need some cool pop culture swag or anything like that, head down to the Paper Street Trading Company in Cincinnati. Use our yeah. pro- what, what should our promo code be this time? DeLorean. 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 Save 10%. Yeah, and check out the but sweet make sure you have mural to spell on it. the wall. You That's have to make spell sure you have to spell it correctly, correctly. in order to get your 10% off. Including capitalization in the right areas. Uh, and wow. check out the sweet mural on the wall done by yours truly. Yeah, Justin's doing a mural on the and wall. And uh, my friend Karan. Actually, two of us are doing it. <laughs> You're doing a good job. Thanks. And stay tuned for our next episode. Superb. Our next episode Superb. will be... Superb. Say it again. Keep it up, Ashley. Our big five zero. We made it to 50 episodes. 50 episodes. 50 episodes. I think we have something fun. Um, plan for yeah, it's going to be We're going to so give away fifty trillion dollars, but not really in Oasis money. In Oasis money, in yes. Oasis money, <laughs> yes. But again, so, thanks for bring your own champagne bottle and listen to our podcast, or bring us champagne. Yes, and we'll drink and just, it with you. Just sit here we'll and watch us record this podcast. Yeah, done. So thanks for checking out the cinema, guys. And maybe sometime we'll see you at the movies. Braveheart. It can't be Gladiator. <laughs> it could be either of those. I no, mean, they're, they're... <laughs> no, they're not popular culture. No, they're not. You know why aren't they? Because the Romans weren't popular. If you weren't a Roman, that's just they didn't like them. And <laughs> here we go. Uh-huh. And in Braveheart, it just wasn't popular to be Scottish. <laughs> All right, that it's not popular culture. It's not you know. Popular culture. <laughs>